Hello, travelers. Please have a seat while I tell you the tale of the Prismatic Guard, starring Abby O'Neill as a combustible and often confused tiefling alchemist, Flint Therai, Hunter Royal as the cobalt brawler with a chip on his shoulder, Egrid Stonehide, Jason Hobbs as the old veteran, Rovarth Mirax, a dragonborn warlock with a mysterious patron, and Jerry Evans as an affable historian, the halfling bard, Roscoe Sootfoot, hosted by Eli Royal. Join us on a tale of a world still recovering from a great war that changed everything. Hello, you're listening to We Play RPGs. I'm your host, Eli, joined by... Hi, I'm Abby. I'm playing Flint Therai. I'm Jason, and I play Rovarth Mirax. I am Jerry, and I play Roscoe Sootfoot. And I am Hunter. <laughs> playing Igris Stonehide. And this episode of We Play RPGs is brought to you by my dad. Hey, uh, Jason, do you want paternal father figures in your life to just generally approve of the artistic ventures because they see that they make you happy? Oh, definitely. Then you should... Well, my dad does. <laughs> that, that one got away from me there. I wasn't a good ad copy. I think you realize you didn't want to sell your dad. Yeah, yeah, no. But the truth is he very much so supports what we do here. Uh, and actually helps me figure out workarounds for various story solutions. So uh, he thinks what we do is neat. And he may not know you, but he knows you're trying, and he's proud of you. Well, the good news is that was a very wholesome start to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's about oh, to get ruined. Like we'll ruin it pretty quick. Yeah, I'm yeah. not kidding. That was sweet. Yeah, it's going to get ruined pretty fast. Um, baby, eh? Uh, once more, there are children. Um. So sorry, I have to oversee uh, my children eating to make sure they don't choke or anything. <laughs> well, also, I know for a fact that the youngest one is a punk. She's she's also eating out of her bowl like a dog. This is concerning <laughs> in some ways. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> don't uh, don't worry about it. Um. So. When we last left off, you guys had uh, killed a baby animal. Uh, well, Igris killed a baby animal, uh, which was arguably a mercy. And then Rovarth had a dream about how if they don't approach this goblin camp with a lot of uh, tact and care, they're going to die. Yeah, so like I have in my I notes, I have written goblins. my notes, two excavated, surrounded by slaves and gnolls, and us charging in and being slaughtered. Tieflings yes. caged and watch helplessly trying to escape. And then something about down two levels, past several treasure rooms, plain room behind door, skull with opal and chest. And yes, Abby. Yeah, I, I misspoke. Um, so, did you guys want to um, kind of try and sneak up and scout out this camp? 
because you did also encounter some uh, scouts. I feel like that would be good, Sedza. Sorry about that. I'm tired. You better um, fucking apologize for that yawn. Who was exactly trained in had himself. prophetic dreams. You told us about that, right? Uh, yeah. Like I, my patron gave me the dream, and I am a warlock, so you all know how that works. It's like I get power from like this powerful being that, like, like let's just not ignore this thing. Like it's legit. Like he gives me magic powers. It's totes so legit. You got su- so you got like a supernatural sugar daddy. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, actually. <laughs> Um, I'm not sure if anyone other than Igris is trained in stealth. I am not. Uh, hold I guess on. that means Did that Igris will be the one who scout. Uh, yeah, no, correct. I am not. I am not stealth. But whatever we should do, we should be clever about it. Yeah. Um, you know, all of you are smart enough to know that uh, finding somewhere out of the way to camp until nightfall might be smarter. You're not sure because you did kill a scouting party so that may or may not may or may not send up red flags for them. Well, my question is going to be before we talk about camping for the night those of us who have spells like what what because it resets so i don't know what our stuff is what i mean our um what we have like yeah i don't know what we have like i don't i don't remember if we healed and reset before this is we're starting pretty much immediately after that fight so we are not great so Um, yeah we should we should we should take that uh camping option yeah. Oh, I think I reset your tokens. Oh well. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, you guys can make a. One of you can make a survival check at advantage, and it's just the group of you trying to find a good place to uh, camp until nightfall. That should not be me. It should be, if I remember correctly, Flint had a decent survival skill. Uh, I have a plus one. Oh, no. Okay. Uh, I'm hmm. pretty sure you're thinking Igris. <laughs> Igris was the one who was... Uh... Uh, I mean... I mean, you also said you wanted to scout, so... Well, the yeah, question is... My, 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 my character sheet is lagging. That's fine. Um, well, the, the question is, do you guys want to scout the encampment first? Or do you want to wait until nightfall to scout the encampment? I personally uh, am, am am worried that if we scout the camp now and we get caught, we're going to be at a disadvantage. Yeah, maybe give give ourselves a rest the night. Every like, uh, actually, you also have dark vision, right? I have dark vision, and I think pretty much everybody, everybody, everybody uh, but uh, Roscoe has Roscoe. dark vision. <laughs> okay, um, no, but. The, uh, before we make this decision, we, we need to know, we need to scour our brain for whether or not gnolls are mostly nocturnal or diurnal. 
because uh, that's going to be the big thing. If they're active during the day, yeah, we want to wait till nightfall. But uh, I don't want to wait till nightfall and find out that you know everybody's awake and on the wall. Uh, what would that be to know that nature? Nature. Uh, can I roll nature then? Try it out. If you Try want. To see if I know. I will also attempt. Hey. Oh, no. Flint, honey. I got a 15. Flint got a 7. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just having bad Man, luck. Flint has a plus 3, and I'm just regular. Roscoe, did you want to make a roll? You don't have to. I just didn't know if you wanted yeah, to. I think I'm. I think I'm good. All right. Uh, well, Flint doesn't really know anything about Knowles. Um, Rovarth, though, you're pretty sure that Knowles are primarily diurnal, but because of the part of the desert this is, uh, they'll likely be most active at uh, sunset and sunrise. <coughs> the Knolls themselves are locally are are mostly active during the day, but with this environment, they're probably going to be most active at sunrise and sunset. So any so that gives us the time in between those two things to perhaps get a scope of the area. Height of the day and height of the night. Um, uh, about what time is it now? Pretty close to noon. Oh, then I'm going to go and scout now before we do anything else. Okay. All right. Okay. Just be careful. Shit, that, that was on advantage. Nah, I'm not worried that about was... it. Okay. So what did you get? 16, I guess. Okay. You're fairly confident that no one spotted you. Um, you're able to get up to this. Um, hmm. You're able to get up to this. Uh, it, there isn't a wall. Because uh, this seems more like an excavation site than like a, a okay military outpost or something. Um, but there is sort of a wall in that you have to climb the dunes uh, pretty heartily to get up there. Um, what you see um, is hundreds of knolls in one area of this encampment and hundreds of tieflings penned in in another area. Um, you're actually pretty confident that you would be able to um, get down to the tiefling encampment without the gnolls noticing you. Because the tiefling pens uh, are off to the side, not in the center of the camp. Hmm. 
Hmm. What are you doing? Uh, hmm. I actually really want to look around and see if it's. I want to see if it's possible to, uh, like, collapse part of this excavation in on the gnome, on the knoll. But uh, somehow, I don't think that's that's a likely thing to happen. Um, I'm gonna get. Um, I want to go and get uh, see if I can get like a rough estimate on how many knolls there are in the camp. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I want to see like uh, clearly this is an excavation. They've got to have like routes up and out of the pit. So I want to know. I want to see how many routes they have and how like stable they look in case we have to like we get chased out and have to collapse something. Okay. Um, make a perception check. Okay. I perceive all with a natural 20. Yeah, that 22 definitely does it. Um, it looks like they found an entrance, so the excavation is all focused on that entrance um like you you can see that all of the other ways down like they're excavating what looks like what might be a pyramid um okay then some sort of structure like that um but they've found an entrance so they're kind of ignoring everything else you know all right. Um, by your estimate, there's two between two and three hundred knolls. Uh, well, uh, it was pro- nice knowing those tieflings, <laughs> but um, probably a comparable number of tieflings. Uh, okay. Well, I will um, come back and to the the others and let them know what's going on, and then we can go make camp and figure out um, what our plan is from there. Okay. Um, oh, Rovarth, with your 15 nature from earlier, you also know that um, gnolls have dark vision, but just like you guys, it's not really all that useful outside of not tripping over your own feet. You know, you can't read anything, um, and any sort of fine work, you still need light sources. I will uh, let everybody know that while they do have dark vision, it's not, it's, it's regular dark vision, it's not like super dark vision. They, they see in dark, but seeing in the dark still turns off all of your color receptors. Yeah. <clears throat> And in the desert, that is incredibly unhelpful. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> is the plan? Those are some insurmountable odds, gentlemen. We're not. We cannot take on that many. But we got. But we did come for the tieflings. We got to figure out how to get the tieflings out 
while also not engaging head-on the gnolls. Hmm. Flint, how many how many things of a blow-up nature do you have? Uh, let me see. Okay. Sorry, out of character, my cat is trying to sit on the keyboard, and that is not allowed. Okay, <laughs> they they disagree. So... No. It's not an option. She is now on the bed, very angry at me. Okay, I have one thunder wave and and a couple and like a and you know a couple fire like fire bolts. Mm. I also have acid splashes. I mean, then... I... because gentlemen, I think we're going to need a diversion of some time to draw away as much as we can. I'm half tempted to start a slave revolt, but. Uh, well, I feel there, like that won't there go. is a comparable like... number of tieflings to gnolls. But I feel like that would go poorly for the tieflings. Better that they die against their slavers than die in the, in the mines or the excavation. That's a fair we... point. You also don't know how far along the excavation is. And what all of you can guess is that the gnolls don't have a use for the tieflings once the excavation's done. They're probably going to kill them anyway. History is history is filled with choice. We can help the tieflings as best we can, and they can choose what to do with the help we give them. Alright, so uh, I guess our plan for our distraction is to cause a slave revolt. Probably by uh, opening up some cages and sowing some other mayhem. I mean, I could try to throw some acid splashes. I, I potentially, I I feel kind of well afraid of saying that because, like, you know, how my roles have been recently. Well, well, my question is, what 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 alchemical what concoctions do you have available to you, Flint? Um, I have, oh, Thunderwave, I have an Entangle, you know. Maybe it would help if you guys figured out what your plan is. Like, what are I you... I think what we need to do is, it, look, we start by, we went to start the Slave Revolt, yes? Well, we need to give them some kind of access to some kind of weapon or defense. We can't rely on any of them being spellcasters. Agree. Now... The uh, as far as the gnolls, um, if what we could do is uh, cause, uh, say, like some of Flint, you can cause fires. If we can start fires among their tents, uh, that would cause some conf- chaos and confusion uh, for them. Especially if we could start the fires uh, on the opposite side of their part of the encampment from where the tieflings are. That way, they are focused away from the tieflings. If we could, if we can scout a little bit more and figure out where the gnolls keep any kind of armory or anything, because they band that large, they'd likely have to have some kind of uh, smith or something that's uh, keeping up their their equipment. That way, we can arm the uh, the tieflings and then have a better chance of having a successful revolt.
that's a pretty dang good plan. Like, uh, yeah, I could lob some firebolts in their tents, freak them out. And it's important that when you're lobbing these fireballs, sir, that you do not stay in one spot. Stay on the move so they don't know, they can't pinpoint where you are. Yeah, yeah, that that can work. Th throw a, f launch a firebolt, cork it, run. All right, well, if we are agreed, then we need to go and uh, make camp. And we should probably strike, well, honestly, it I would pro probably be best to uh, to strike while we are uh, and at night, possibly, uh, if especially if there's a moon. That way, uh, there's... Even with the dark vision, they will have better chances of. Uh, uh, they, even with the dark vision, we'll have a better chance of sneaking in at, in the night. Well, the dark vision does have a, a limited range, so. I think this is a fantastic idea. So, uh, Flint, you know that no matter what your plan is, you guys need to go talk to the tieflings first. If the tieflings could slave revolt, they probably or believed that they could, they probably would have done it by now. Yeah. Hey guys, on it. Yeah, we we really probably should talk to them before we start trying, you know, instigate revolt because well, if they thought they could, they would have done it by now. Okay, I have a new horrible plan. Um I have fear now. I want yeah. To know this. Well, uh, if, well, if it's a horrible plan, maybe it's, we shouldn't even discuss it. Okay. Because the minute you say the word horrible, I don't know if that's a good idea to even do the planning for it. Well, because we need to talk to them somehow, right? And obviously, like, we can't go walking around, you know, we, we're obviously outsiders. Igris did say he's pretty confident you'd be able to reach the pens. Uh, without oh, okay. the gnolls noticing. Well, well, then, well, then we won't do my horrible plan. All right, so... So, yes, if Flint makes a great point. You know, maybe we should talk to Tieflings and see what they can tell us about, well, the situation. Because if, if we go to start a slave revolt and no revolt happens, then we really have a problem. Yeah... Yes, I suppose. Do you? So do you? So Yigrith, do you think? How? If you were to leave me, Yigrith, how easily do you think you can get me to the Tiefling so I can talk to him? Uh, with both of us as small as we are, very easily. All right. If you two. There's no point in all four of us going. If you two can get camp set up, you guys can take me to the tieflings, and I will try to have a discussion with them. That's fair. All right. Um, Flint and or Rovarth make a stealth roll with advantage, or not a stealth, a survival roll with advantage to find camp. 
and then uh, <clears throat> Roscoe and Igris can both make stealth rolls with advantage. With advantage. I got a seven on both die. Oh, I got a 15. Trade places. Well, I have a 21 to stealth up. Let's see how this goes. 23. All right. Uh, Flint's able to find a good place to uh, camp. And with a 21 and a 23, you guys are... Roscoe and Acres, you are confident that you have managed to skirt around the edge of this encampment and get up to the uh, uh, tiefling pen. Um, the At first, the tieflings start kind of making a commotion, so I need uh, Roscoe to make a persuasion check real quick to convince them to calm down. Right, just just regular. Yeah. Okay. Good sirs and madams, good sirs and madams, we mean no harm. Calm down, calm down. You are not going to calm down. That's a seven. Yeah, they are not calming down. Uh, maybe Igris can make an intimidate check. Trying. Hold on. Hold on, hold on. That's like right. one of my best abilities also. Well, when you roll a five. Yeah. Or roll a two, rather. Yeah, that's a two. <laughs> it happens. <coughs> oh. oh. Come on. <sighs> Just give it a second, man. There we go. No. No, I rolled a six yeah, with a minus uh, one. So, uh, give me a second. Let me throw you guys a bone here. All right. So you guys are not succeeding in calming anyone down, but then a uh, tiefling kind of pushes through the crowd and gets everyone to calm down. Just going quiet, quiet. You're the ones, aren't you? Define the ones. Several nights ago, I had a dream. Uh, a tiefling woman with hair like it, like the night sky. She told me that a silver kobold would be coming to rescue us. She told me that the gnolls cannot succeed in raising Eryx. I, I don't know who Eryx is, but I assume it has something to do with what's going on here. Um, I don't like being part of some kind of prophecy, but uh, yes. So plan is uh, we will be we we intend to sow chaos among the with among the 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 knoll camp with fires among their tents. Yeah. At the same time, we are planning to free you and get you armed in whatever way we can, so that we can because the only way you're going to get away is with a fight. Um. So. I'm going to interrupt you for a second here and describe what this uh, tiefling woman looks like. 
she does introduce herself as Yarsel. Um, okay. Which Roscoe would definitely remember is the reason you guys are here in the first place. Um, Yarsel, we were we were sent to find you by my brother. Yes. Um. So she had n- neither of you met her brother. Um. But she has dark orange skin with uh, light brown hair. But her eyes are pure black and shimmer with this kind of opalescence, um, which actually both of you can make either arcana or religion checks for me. Um, mm, mm, eh. I will make a good old religion check. That is a good old 20. That's a 15. Um, With a 15, you know that whatever's going on with her eyes is not natural, but you don't know why. Uh, However, Roscoe, with a 20, you know that uh, when... The dragon goddess of light and justice, Barone, makes herself known to mortals. She appears as the same race as them, however, with some sort of nebulous structure to her, such as hair like the night sky. Uh, And frequently, when a mortal is visited by a divine presence, they are physically changed in some way. So she... Just so, just so I'm clear. So basically, from the way she appears, she's been visited by something divine. The dream she told you about, and the way her eyes are, yeah. you are confident that she was visited by uh, Barone. All right. Um, but she tells you that uh, the equipment for the excavation is between the pens and the main camp. Uh, there's only about a hundred feet between the tiefling pens and the main encampment, and the main encampment is about two hundred feet away from the excavation site itself. Hmm. Okay then. Um, she also tells you that the um, uh, the um, lock is very old um, the lock holding the pen closed is <laughs> is very old uh, and probably pretty easy to break uh, or pick All right, then. <laughs> All right. Um, if we are able to get you out, how many do you think will be able to fight? Um, anyone who can work will be able to fight, and anyone who hasn't been able to work has been killed. Understood. That is a correct reaction, baby. Yes. Hmm? 
Well, they're going to have to fight anyway. Oh, I understand. I just want to make sure I know exactly how many we have able to able to put up a fight. As many as can. That's all I needed to know. All right. Well, before we do anything, we're definitely going to need our other two with us. Um, Roscoe, you don't happen to know the uh, message um, spell, do you? Let me just... I think the answer is no, but I could be wrong. Let me double check. <laughs> what level spell would that be? I don't know. If it's not on your, you don't have a whole lot of spells, so. Yeah, the answer's no. All right. I do not. However, you do have the uh, Sending Stone. Yes, I do. Um, So, uh, or the Message Stone. I forgot we had that. Yep. Oh, yeah. How does the Message Stone work again? Um, so, message is a cantrip, and, uh, the stone has five charges, and for one charge, you can, uh, cast the message cantrip, but I don't know what the distance on that is. Is it sending or message? Sending, not message. Or did I adjust my document? Oh no, sending is a third level evocation. Uh, Message is the one I'm looking for. Uh, Message has a range of 120 feet. So one of you will have to... um, you're, You're very well hidden where you are, but one of you would have to get much closer... Uh, to your comrades to be able to use the stone and communicate with them. Yigris, are you you good staying here? I can. You, I have a stone to send a message, but I have to get closer. Per. <sighs> Would it be? I think it would be better if I went and left to get it out because I think the sneaking in and out is. You're you're not as sneaky as I am. Let's just put it that way. No, that's a good way to you put did it. Really well on the way in it. But uh... all right, I I can just I'll just hand him the stone and yeah the the stone doesn't care. No, you, you guys are fine. Oh. Um, the stone doesn't require attunement, so anyone can use it. Oh, I understand. So, yeah, I just hand him the stone and to say, just send, it what, just send the appropriate message, what we've been told here, and let him know that we, are, we need him. You get about, I think you're allowed about ten words. You, get, you only get ten words to so make each word count. Okay, so make a stealth roll with advantage. Because I was, oh, I was just on. gonna say that uh, I, I, out of character, I believe both of you have the same stealth. 
Ah, uh, they might actually. They do. Well, I didn't know at, that. Rob. Yeah. Oh well, because I'm. I've got. Because uh, I've got training in it. Uh, then Roscoe must have training in it. Got a. Uh... <clears throat> well, regardless, you got a twenty-four on your stealth out, so. <laughs> I imagine I just kind of like step backwards into the shadow, just melt away, and Roscoe's like, that's creepy as fuck. You you just kind of do this thing where you lay down on the ground and like shimmy so all the dirt, all the sand covers you except for your head, like except the top of your, your nose, and you just kind of shimmy up the sand dune. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I saw well, a do that once. It was so cool. Today, um... <laughs> Um, let's see. Uh, that doesn't actually say. All right, so, uh, it doesn't actually, I mean, it's a short message, but it doesn't actually say specifically how many words or whatever. All right, I'm just going to tell them. It's it's a tweet. Yeah, yeah, basically a tweet. The tieflings are informed. Get into position. Uh, we'll start as soon as you as we see the fires. All right. All right. So, <clears throat> Flint, uh, whatever it is you're going to do, I guess I'll uh, stick with you. Oh boy. Okay. Okay. Let's um. Let's start. Let's start sneaking over to the tents <laughs> now. There's another net twenty to get back into camp. <laughs> oh. You just let's wait. They don't even notice you. You just kind of like rise up, like shake all the sand off of you, and you're right beside Roscoe. On the other side that I was when I first disappeared, so they yeah. know that I actually did move. Yeah. Um. So one one thing while everybody gets in position. Um. Who did she say could not be raised? She said Eric's. I R U X uh, history, history. Yeah. Because now that I know she's been visited by a divine being, that's beginning to bug me. <laughs> yeah, because I want to do that too. Okay, I, I don't know much. Nineteen. Uh, a twelve doesn't tell you anything, but a nineteen, um, you don't know a lot, but you remember hearing um, about this was a few hundred years ago. Um, or several hundred years ago, this Knoll warlord by the name of Eryx showed up, and the uh, problem is Eryx was called the Undying. And the legend is that they weren't actually able to kill him to stop him from taking over uh, the desert, but uh, he was betrayed uh, some of some of the gnolls saw what he was doing and were wanted to end the madness, so they betrayed him and locked him away. That's how the legend goes. So they're seeking out this legend and trying to unlock him. <laughs> uh, and it's probably true. I mean, I don't think that you you don't think that a uh, god would show up to someone and tell them. Hey, this is a bad thing you should keep from happening. Okay, and they I don't and they need any sass from you, baby. 
And if I remember correctly, you said they found an entrance. Yeah, you can see an entrance. Okay. I'll wait for Yigris to get back. Because I... I'm guessing Yigris is coming back. Yeah, yeah, Yigris comes back and told you. Uh... I mean, it, it took like... out of the sand next to you. Yeah. It, Yigris, it... good sir, please don't do that. Yigris, we have another part of our plan we need to do. I do what I want. Does doing what you want cause collapsing an entrance that may cause an undying warlord to reappear? Mm, yes, I would like to uh, prevent an undying warlord from reappearing. Because that yes. is what they're trying to—that is what they're trying to unlock. And and I doubt a divine being would be lying about that, particularly the one that has visited her. You don't have to believe me. Just take my word for it. We cannot let them. We have to undo the work they've done. I, I'm, I'm fine. Uh, I, I, it, look, you, you had me at killing Knowles. Well, just as a real quick thing, Roscoe, your intelligence is high enough that collapsing the entrance is not going to stop them. Like that, they'll just dig their way out. If if they're trying to wake. To, to release Eryx, there has to be some sort of ritual that they're performing. So we got find we got to find and interrupt a ritual. Yes, yeah. You, you okay. if if you close the if you collapse the entrance, that doesn't stop them from performing the ritual. Okay, let me let me rewind, um, erase cannon, restart. Um, there's the ritual being performed, Yigris. We gotta find your ritual and stop it. Otherwise, they will un- they will raise an undying warlord that will cause all sorts of problems, and I don't think we want an undying problem. Got it. Uh, interrupt magic ritual. Kill Knowles. Got it, got it, got it. Uh, Flint and Rovarth need to make stealth checks at advantage. Please succeed. Please I got a 21. Succeed. 18. Yes. All right. Yeah, both of you are fine. You um, are able to get up to the encampment and see what Igris saw, and then you're able to sneak around the outskirts and down to where Igris and uh, uh, Roscoe are. And by this point, um, the day the day's starting to cool off a little bit, which means they'll start excavating again soon. We're beginning to run out of time. Okay, uh, we're we're in position. I'll I'll start chucking fire. You're not going to be able to reach anybody from here. So, what what is the actual plan? Because you have to release the um, tieflings. tieflings first. Okay, and the the gate isn't on this side. Okay, we got we got to make our way to the gate, good sir, Yigrits. You think you're confident that you can probably break the lock? Can I break the lock? Yes or no, please. Ugh. I'm just going to go start moving over towards the gate. All right. Make, take that as a yeah. Make stealth rolls at regular. Um, not at advantage. Mm-hmm. Understood. Yes. What'd you get there, Hunter? I have a 21. 15. 
Flint Rovarth. We are all moving towards the gates. Yes. Okay. 16. Uh, one sec. Uh, please not. Please let this be good. 19. That's good. Yep. You're all pretty confident that you were able to get around without being spotted. Um, the art of not being seen. Yeah, this uh, lock is real shitty. It might be hard. <laughs> it's. It seems like it's harder to break than it is to pick. I don't have proficiency in lock picks. But Igris does. And Igris also has thieves tools. Igris. What's the role for that? Um, so your character sheet should have a... Uh, oh, there it is. Yeah. There it is. Sorry. And since you're trying to do this... Oh, never mind. That's a 23. Yeah. Yeah. No, it. you only needed a 13. Uh, you, you get it done in about four seconds. Um, and once that's done, you guys... Pull the gates open and start rushing the uh, tieflings over. And thus begins a sort of uh, combat. So what's going to happen is uh, one of you is going to roll initiative. Who's the highest uh, initi- initiative modifier? Because I have a two. Same. Pretty sure we all have about the same initiative. No, mine's a four. Oh, well. Well, I already went. Well, decisions have been made. I got a 13. Well, you didn't have, have your... Like, yeah, you didn't have your token selected, count. so... Okay, fine. Then we'll have Roscoe do it. <laughs> Go, go, Ross, go. You can do it. Roscoe, Roscoe, he's our man. If he can't do it, we're kind of fucked. Give me one second. I thought I had my I thought I had my token click, but it said I didn't. Hold on one second. My apologies for the delay. No problem. There we go, 21. Cool. Nice. Um, so what's going to happen is we're doing a sort of skill check. Um, so you're going, someone, doesn't actually matter who does it, uh, someone is going to um, make an attack roll when you hit you get a success. When you miss, uh, everyone in the party takes two damage. And you have to get a certain number of successes. And that is basically you guys moving as a group through this horde of gnolls trying to get to the entrance. Okay. You are me, Yggdras. 
Okay. I guess it will be me. Yep. Fifteen. Um. All right. Hold on. I've, I accidentally closed their uh, thing. Uh, fifteen is a hit, so that's one success. All right. As that, as we Eldritch blast our way through. Mm-hmm. So make another one for me, and then another one. It's eleven. Eleven does not hit. So everyone in the party takes two damage. Understood. Cool. If some somebody else wants to make the next one. I'll do it. That's a 22. All right. That's a success. These hands. These hands will save us. That is, that is a success. Who's making the next one? I will, because now I know who has the highest modifier. <laughs> <coughs> it doesn't seem to matter. It's so but big. Hunter's dice are better than mine, apparently. Because <laughs> you've got a nine. Yeah. A nine is not a success. Cool. Another two damage. Yep. I'm squishy. The target number is 15. Why don't you give it a shot, Flint? Okay. I'm going to launch a firebolt. Shake that jar, take off the lid as a bolt of fire shoots out of it. Oh, no. Okay. Nine. No. Dang it. No. Flint, why are you betraying? Flint, what is wrong with your dice? That was a nine. Right. That's another two damage well, for everybody. That leaves Roscoe. Here comes Roscoe. He's our man. If he can't do it, another two points of damage. That doesn't rhyme. Please succeed. Another two points of damage into our hands. I definitely succeed with a 20. You do succeed. And luckily, three is the amount of successes you needed. Oh, thank God. Shake my fist angrily. Um, you succeed. Yeah, so you guys I am I uh, am not I am very freaked out with all these with all these uh gnolls around me. Climactic is, action as we fight our way through the null horde. Yeah, no, it's it's magic's flying everywhere, flints releasing all, you know, uh, uh shooting firebolts. Um Igris is just tackling gnolls to the ground and snapping their necks. Uh Can I have a badass versa power moment. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, you don't use your verse of power because you know you're you're saving the good stuff, right? Um, I'm flinging eldritch blasts all over the place, occasionally stabbing people with heart piercer. Mm-hmm. Um, so now you guys have made it inside the tomb. Um, uh, the gnolls have been doing their best to excavate these ruins, but they're still heavily damaged from time. Uh, most of the ruins are still under the sand. Um, Rovarth, Roscoe, because of the type of magic that you guys use, um, you can feel that whatever magic it was keeping this place from being completely destroyed is fading. 
<clears throat> and uh, this in this antechamber, this twenty foot by twenty foot room, mm-hmm. the sand. It's all sand covered. There's some destroyed statues and rubble. And there is a 10-foot wide hallway leading north, east, and south. Or northwest and south, sorry. And I will remind everybody that it was two levels down, past several treasure rooms. Uh, There was a plain... Uh, room behind a, a skull door with an opal. I feel like that'll be important. Secret door. Secret door. Your visions didn't by chance point out any direction. Did it? Not. I don't. Really? I don't think it did because I think I would have write it. I think I would have written that down. No, you, you, you take very good uh, notes. Well, let me check my notes. No, it didn't. Hold on. Well, because, like, I only made notes because it was important. Um, no, it, it didn't, but you're positive that if you see the wall, you'll be able to spot the door. But if I see the wall, I'll be able to spot the door. That's the thing with secret doors, once you know where it is. Wait. Okay. Okay. So just just a reminder, we need to be looking for stairs downwards. So where are you guys going? You have north, west, and south. Um, we can't stand here, gentlemen. So I assume we just pick a direction and hope for the best. Let's go right. west. Let's go west. Okay. West it is. So, um, for use of the map, what we're going to do is you guys are going to move as a group. So wherever your token is is where I'm assuming you are. Okay. So whoever's in the lead, like Roscoe, or, or like Igris and Rovarth, wait for everybody else to catch up, and then move. I got it. So, one, two, three. Uh, and each tile is five feet, right? There we go. There we Until go. we're in combat, I wouldn't worry about it. Okay, so I'm just going to move up to here then. This is it. Wait, hold on. Math's wrong. North. Oh, well, Roscoe already moved forward, so... I guess we're not... Icarus. Yeah, Icarus did. Yeah. I, my perspective was eh, wrong. Yeah. Like I said... I was, thinking of it, I was thinking of it from the character's point of view, not from our point of view. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, where you guys have moved up to, uh, there is a 10-foot-wide hallway leading south and then a 10-foot-wide hallway leading north. But you can't keep going west because you have reached a dead end. Let's go north. Um, Am I supposed to see nothing but darkness? Oh, he needs light. Uh, Yeah, guys, I kind of need light. I I, I, I will light a torch. Okay. So, give me a second. I forgot that I have magic dark vision powers from my Eldritch Pact. There you go. Thank you. Yeah. Let me catch up. Do, 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 there I am. Yeah. So, to answer your question, yes, you were supposed to be to see nothing but darkness. Ah, hello darkness, my old friend. 
because um, you don't have dark vision, so if there isn't a source of illumination, you can't see. I got it. You just like wandered blindly into the I dark without dark a torch. Vision, so you can keep up. I just took a few steps hole. and realized I couldn't see any of my allies. It's like, um, guys. <laughs> and then I was like, oh yeah, so, torches, and then I lit a torch. So you guys were going north. That's my plan. Nobody else disagrees with that, so I guess I'm going to do it. Well, the North movement has begun. <clears throat> All right. You guys can see that the hallway goes north for about one, two, three, four, twenty 20 feet, and then turns west and opens up mm-hmm. into a room uh, that I will describe now. Um, I love descriptions. This room seems to have been used to contact the dead or foresee the future um, based on the kind of rubble that's in this room. Uh, Currently, a hole in the ceiling has allowed for all the contents of the room to be destroyed. Um, There is a statue in the northeast corner. um, And other than that, you guys don't immediately see anything of interest. Uh, could I, um, what was it, like, invest, perception or investigation, just kind of glance around and see if there's anything else? Perception. Okay. I'm going to roll perception, even though I kind of suck at it. I got a 15. Um, do I know You don't anything? immediately see anything. Ah. Uh, okay. Oh, uh, but with your 15 perception, you do notice that the statue is pristine. Unlike everything else in this room, it is completely unaffected by uh, the ravages of time. That is strange. Hey, Roscoe? Yes? You know this, this, like, you know, the, the fancy magic, not my... Not my blow, not my chemical magic. What would make this stat? Why is this statue pristine? Flint like, can cast detect magic as a statue. It's creeping me out. Flint can cast detect magic at will. Oh yes, I forget this. I was trying to. I don't know. It just seemed easier to. Well, you don't. I mean, detect. it's obviously magic, but with detect magic and a. Uh, yeah. So it is definitely magical. Um, and let's see. You sense the magic and went away. Use your action to see a faint aura or an invisible creature object that bears magic, and you learn at school of magic. It is transmutation magic, uh, but you don't know what the specific spell might be. Huh, that's a little alarming. Transmutation magic. I don't know what ty- yeah. what it is. You but, would have to uh, investigate. Don't I... do not do that on a whim, because that means you got to touch it. And I don't know what it is. Would Flint yeah, just walk up and touch it? I can just grab and poke it with. I mean, Flint might be Flint. I'm just letting you know. That is well, the larger question, is whether or not Flint would just walk up and touch it. Rovarth, Rovarth says, eh, if you're going to go and poke around anymore with it, you should be careful. 
he says having absolutely no idea what is going on. Well, if I remember I correctly, all Flint said was, huh, it seems to be magic. Oh, well, then I don't. Okay, I don't want to touch it, because frankly, I don't know what it does, and I don't feel like turning into a frog today, so... I just need you guys to decide whether you're going to touch it or leave. Let's just so, leave. So, uh, I blanked out for a little bit. What 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 is it again, exactly? It is a it's pristine a stat- statue. What does the statue look like? Uh, it is of some sort of knoll warrior. Definitely don't touch it. Let's just leave. Alright, let's go. Let's go. Let's... Ugh. I'm going to kick dirt on it. Okay. Nothing happens. Let's Maybe wait on. wait Sorry. for everyone else to catch up. Like All I said, right. where where your token is is where I'm assuming you are. So if you walk into yeah. a group of bad guys, that's when combat starts. Exactly. So like we need to like stop at the corners. Check your corners, people. Don't go wandering blindly into um, the darkness. I know you're excited, Flint. <laughs> so you guys heading into the uh, the south. south hallway. So you can see yeah. clearly that the uh, that the intersection you were at when it leads south, it leads to another hallway, um, like a T intersection. And of course, there's rubble all over the place. Ooh, there's a door. Yep. Uh, there's the hallway goes west and you guys can see a single door and it also goes mm-hmm. east and you guys can see double doors i would like to go towards the double doors please if uh well i wanted to be on one side and then i, I want uh eagerness to be on the other and i want to kind of like that opens inward you assume like because you can't see the hinges i will gently push open the door nothing happens It does not open. Mm, I would like to examine the door more closely. Okay. Make an investigation check. And hope this isn't a cruel twist of fate. Uh, Thirteen. Um, as best you can check, it just it, there's something is stuck behind it. It can't open. Okay. Because it doesn't seem to be locked or anything. It's just like you can't move the door. Somebody's barred this door by the looks of it. Well, uh, looks like it's time for a good old breakdown. Fun. Igris just starts crying. (laughs) (laughs) Why don't doors open? Now he starts crying because he got 11. Ow! Uh, uh, yeah, that uh, that definitely like put a bruised your shoulder. Doesn't feel great, um, but it doesn't budge. Uh, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. I can try this again. Uh, hold on. That was that was just a warm up. That was. There we go. That's a twenty four. Um. I didn't forget I have advantage on breaking shit, too. So. Well, it doesn't really matter. It's impossible to open this door. No! Your axe, like, wedges <laughs> itself into the door, but, it, like, it only goes in, like, well, a you're, centimeter. You're, you're shoveling, like, shoving your body into this, and you know 
this door should have opened. So based on the rubble all around it, you think maybe that room just collapsed. Cool. Let's go to the other door then. The single door the other direction. Yeah. Um, over here, you guys can see that the hallway turns north. Um, okay, but it but, obviously uh, leads back to where you came from. I uh, yes. So let's let's go to the other door, and again, I will like be on the side of it. Okay. Um, Igers is kind of angry, so he's just going to kick this door open. <laughs> All right, make a uh, strength roll. You just really want to bust the door down. He's like, very I, angry. I wouldn't be ready for like when he does bust the door down, and there's a bunch of enemies. I can like slow mo. That's like, a seventeen. Yeah, that'll do it. Hold on, let me, uh... There, that's the one I wanted to be on. Alright, you have kicked the door open. Congratulations. Um, you see... Well, with your dark vision, you see... (coughs) Excuse me. A ten-foot-wide hallway that leads for about 25 feet. (coughs) And you can also see... About uh, 40 feet in, there is a knoll right here who is clearly aware of you. And I have just walked into the doorway and into the hallway like a blind moron. Yep. So we're going to go ahead and roll initiative. Initiative. Now Rovarth's getting a little impatient. Ah, Flint. Seriously, what's with the sevens today? Seven and nines. Like, no, stop this. He's like, ah, this empty temple with the, with a collapsed door and like a weird statue that is of a null, so I'm not gonna, let's not mess no. with that. Why did, there we go. Let's try that again. Here comes my initiative. I hope I roll well. I hope I roll a good initiative. Oh, bloody hell, it's good. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're going to leave on a cliffhanger. Dun, dun, dun. I don't have the strength to hold on to a cliff. So does anybody have any pluggables? Uh, not, not today. Aww. I'm just not... I'm not. I'm not feeling. I'm not feeling the best right now. Okay. Well, let me. Let me. Let me. I. I have. I have a thing. I'm just gonna make sure I have the right. Uh, the right name here for it, and I'm not wrong, like a dummy. <clears throat> All right. So I have a YouTube channel, which is just uh, Ethan Space Drake, uh, where I play a lot of role playing games, uh, mostly video games, and uh, play some uh, kooky characters. Hello, Jerry here. As per usual, you can find me on Twitter at... Wow. What am I on Twitter? Um, <laughs> Jerry, Jerry, quite contrary. Um, at Jerry's Jer. That's where you can find me at Jerry's Jer. Instagram is Jerry, Jerry, quite contrary, spelled J-E-R-I. On both of them, I post about costuming, pro wrestling, food, and other shenanigans, and maybe occasional pets. I hope you like cats because you're going to get some cat pics. Cats are great. Buy my book. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it's a fantastic book. 
Um, yeah. Uh, also, um, I, I really hope uh, uh, that by the time this comes out that uh, listeners have gone to MarsCon, because I'm pretty sure this will get released after that. But, uh, yeah, because uh, you will have a chance to have met me there. And by that point, you will, at this point, they will also have, will have published our uh, – HCS Publishing will have released our latest – um, our latest short story anthology, Dark and Stormy, um, at which I reprise a character from the last anthology. Um, and Jerry also has a short story in there that is was a very fun read for me to um, be a beta reader on. So I hope you guys will love the uh, fully finished product. All right. And I've been your host, Eli Royal. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Royal, R-O-Y-A-L-L, Artisan Props. And you can find me on Twitter at Royal Props, same spelling. Um, I obviously build a lot of cosplay props, but I also rebuild and restore antique cars for a profession. So you get a lot of that as well. All right. Bye. Farewell. Thank you for listening to this part of our tale, Traveler. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or wherever else fine pods are cast. You can find us online at WePlayRPGsPodcast.com, on Facebook and Twitter at WePlayRPGs, and on Patreon at WePlayRPGsPodcast. Your patronage is what keeps this podcast alive. I've been the audio engineer of this episode, Amanda Pavick, and you can find me on all social media at Ahoy Love.